guys, welcome back to Let's Talk Plant Medicine, Cannabis, Psychedelics, and Pharmaceutics. I'm your host, Dr. Lola, also known as Dr. Ho, a clinical pharmacist, plant medicine specialist. I'm the founder of WCI Health. We are alternative health and wellness hub. At WCI Health, we help you level up on your wellness journey using the healing powers of plant medicine and education as tools. WCI Health is also the founders of GLOWS. When you think of GLOWS, think of beauty from within. GLOWS beauty is beauty from within. Today, I have with me a really special lady. And Anne Rosigna is a trader. She is a psychonaut. She is also many things. Anne is a commodity trader. She's expert in market analysis. She's involved in energy. She recently started the African Trading Academy, and she's also sponsoring uh, traders in Nigeria. This lady, she is a code of many colors. She does so many things. I met Anne on Clubhouse at the Psychedelic Profit. We actually, Anne and I, we help, uh, we assist uh, Bruno in hosting that room. And welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Dr. O. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, that is so awesome. I say you you do so many things. I, I cannot put uh, everything. What else? Uh, talk to me. What else would you have wanted me to emphasize? Because you you are you are really, really special lady when it comes to investment trading. We don't have enough women in that space. Uh, so it gives me a, a great joy. Uh, to see an accomplished uh, lady like you being right there with the with the big voice uh, and and doing justice for us, it's it's true. We don't see enough women traders, and especially in the commodity sphere. Um, when I trading is is a second career for me. I I went to trading later in life. I re I went to university and then graduated and and went to uh, work in the city of London for a bit. And I I was frequently the only woman on the trading floor. And also I was about, you know, double the age of most of the traders there. Um, But on Clubhouse, I've met a lot of other women traders, Uh, not necessarily on the commodity sphere. um, But um, I think COVID and lockdown has introduced trading in the markets to a great deal of people and Clubhouse and some of the rooms there and some other women have uh, have taken women under their wing and taught them to trade. So yeah. I think there's yeah. more and more. And it's, it's actually uh, a great way of earning a living whilst multitasking, whilst looking for uh, after your yeah. family. Um, it, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's kind yeah. of laid back. Talk to me, and uh, you have built uh, a really big audience on Clubhouse. How were you? I mean, Clubhouse is not even two years old yet, and a lot of people respect your opinion and they follow you. How have you been able to build that following on, on Clubhouse that fast? Um, I um, I actually joined Clubhouse initially to uh, to be part of. Uh, lockdown happened and I had to work from home and I found it quite difficult and isolating. So slowly but surely I contributed and I um, I started to do a room with Kazel Levin uh, called, it was Kazel's room, trade all day. And I used to do a briefing just before that where I'd been up 
for much longer than most people being based in London. And I would give a brief of the morning of what's happened during the European session. What are the market moving? What's moving the market? And so people used to come and join me on Clubhouse and on Zoom. And um, and people ask me to help them um, learn to trade. So I used to do lectures on Fibonacci, which is a uh, mathematician, Italian mathematician, uh, who's come up with um, a magic number that we use in trading. And, and I gathered interest like this by, by giving uh, lectures or lessons and people um, were interested in what I had to say. It came as a bit of a surprise because I considered myself as fairly new, but I guess I was more senior than some people who were even yeah. newer than me. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, you keep you keep what you have by it giving grows. it away. And, and that's really the philosophy in Clubhouse. And I've really enjoyed doing that. Yeah. And that's also what's behind the, what I'm trying to do with um with a few uh traders that are based in Africa and have come to me and asked me and, to help and them. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get to that. How have you been able to use that platform to build a business venture? I know you have I mean like you are doing a whole bunch of stuff in Africa, but within that short time, how have you been able to use that platform to build uh, a business venture? Talk to us about that. Um, it's not, it, it, yes, it is a business venture, but it is more a, uh, a network. Um, the, the business is in its infancy. And at the moment, I'm more interested in putting people together and helping people learn to trade and get out of poverty and get out of the, that, that horrible quest, um, that we, we see every day in the newspaper, um, especially here in Europe, uh, young men mostly who've drowned in the Mediterranean and then in the Channel, trying to get the Eldorado of Europe from Africa to come here and to earn a living. Um, and I, I wanted to be able to see what can I do? You know, it's all very well uh, being a trader, spending my time in front of a screen, making money, speculating, but really... What can I do? What yeah. can I put back? I, that I, you is, know, there is, that is very, very noble. And that is very, very noble, especially in, in this, uh, in our generation where you don't even have to leave your home to be able to interact with people all over the world. So what exactly. you're doing in Africa is really going to be a game changer. And I have some projects uh out there as well that I, i'm probably eventually we will talk about that at the back end but i want to go back to psychedelics talk okay. to me about your approach to investment and the opportunity that are out there uh, in the psychedelic space when it comes to investment yeah earlier it, you mentioned uh Fibonacci. i know that people have different I do. I mean, I host a psychedelic profit with you. I don't have backgrounds in investment. I learned from you and Bruno and all the smart folks on that platform. So talk to me. How how does that uh, uh, applies to psychedelic investment? Um, I I think the, the 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 psychedelic investment on the investment it's slightly different for me than the trading. Trading, I'm expecting a return almost immediately. The, the approach I have to investing, investing in psychedelics, but also I'm interested in, in any clean t 
technology investment. So I'm looking at plant-based food. I'm looking at faux leather, uh, lab-made diamonds. I'm looking at technology to help clean space. So it's anything to do with a renaissance and a way of making money whilst not destroying the planet and making ourselves better. So that's the key ingredient and the key uh, decision I make before I invest in any field is, does that fit that criteria? Um, and psychedelics is, I'm a firm believer that psychedelics are going to alleviate and help alleviate most mental illness and most, most close to my heart, addiction. Addiction is costing the world economy, it's costing families mil billions, billions of dollars. It's costing, it, it's it's ruining families, it's ruining fam uh, children lives and um, and we have a potential solution. Give and me one, uh, according, I mean, I'm gonna come in right quick there when you talk about uh, mental health and folks, when we are talking about uh, this topic we are talking about today, we're talking sex daily, we're talking investment, this show, this show is uh is not an advice uh we are not an advisor it's just an educational uh show so when you talk about uh psychedelics and investment being uh mental health destroying homes and all that i want you to go deeper into that and talk to me more about that well, a, a substance addiction in the world, 20% uh, of the adult uh, population in the world has a substance addiction. So that's roughly 1.3 billion people on the planet. And that's not even the behavior addiction, which is like gambling or compulsive sex behavior or binge eating. So if if we look at, you know, the the combination of you know, we've got about 1.7 billion people who need treatment, whether it's alcohol uh, use disorder, as I said, gambling, binge eating. And at the moment, the, the treatments out there are very expensive and they have a relapse rate overall of 75%. And only 16%, roughly, that's the Office of National Statistics. Only 16% of the people who suffer from addiction are treated. And, and at the moment, that represents 100 billion per annum of, of earnings. Um, when we have today in John Hopkins and other trial going on, where we demonstrate that we can um, improve those, uh, those statistics dramatically, uh, you've got John Hopkins, just to give you an example, John Hopkins have recently done mm -hmm. a study on with psilocybin. Psilocybin is a key ingredient that found in magic mushroom, completely harmless, in, um, in, in a clinical trial, small one, but to give you an idea, they took 15 smokers, heavy, heavy smokers, just tobacco, no drugs, and they've given them psilocybin. 12 out of the 15 participants have quit smoking and they've quit smoking a year after the trial. That so is permanently quit smoking. You know, as an ex-smoker, I have tried to quit smoking for 15 years. So I tried hypnotherapy, I've tried acupuncture, I've tried patches, I've tried Z-Ban, I've tried nicotine gums, nothing worked. I tried psilocybin, 
I've celebrated two and a half months without nicotine. That is amazing. Congratulations. And thank you, and very thank much. you so much uh, for sharing that with us. I mean, because right now I see these plants, they are, they are what I call being locked up in the jail of human. Yeah. They are in schedule one. Yeah. But people like you have had experience with these molecules and we are having data to to back that up. How are we going to take this message to the people and to the lawmaker? That brings me to your activism. You are very involved out there in UK. Uh, talk to us about that, about your uh, activism. Yeah. Well, as it I, comes um... to I've just signed uh, yet another petition uh, to petition the UK government to uh, reschedule psilocybin. Uh, I am a member of the Psychedelic Society and we frequently um, organized events to uh, destigmatize and explain to people that those psychedelic drugs are, um, are not um, dangerous. First of all, you know, for example, if we look at LSD, there's never been LSD, which is the synthetic version of psilocybin. There has never been any recorded case of overdose of LSD anywhere in the world ever. But yeah, why, everyone... why are they, why are they in Schedule One? And when you talk about Schedule One, it means they are the most dangerous drug yes. on the planet with a I very high were, addiction. I think they were dangerous to the establishment back at the end of the 60s um, because they feared that people were going to seek alternative way of, of living. And they, the Nixon uh, planted that war on drug uh, drugs. And then the media completely turned on LSD and psilocybin. And we started hearing stories of people jumping off buildings, staying high on trips, etc. So there is a huge amount of work to do to destigmatize um, the, the psychedelics. But I think the, the also some companies out there, going back to the investment, are doing a fantastic job by tackling some very heavy, difficult problems. So we've got addiction and we've got companies like Awaken or Field Trip who are working flat out. And Awaken, just to give you a, an example, uh, has received UK state funding now uh, to identify the optimal pathway to market their ketamine therapy uh, to treat addiction in the UK and the US. So whilst this is where the hypocrisy is, whilst psilocybin and, and some psychedelics are still on schedule one, the UK government is actually funding and actively supporting companies like Awaken, companies like Small Pharma, and companies like Compass Pathways, because they fully realize that they are potentially going to help them cure uh, or help cure uh, some, uh, uh, some, some disease or, or ailment like PTSD, um, anorexia. Compass Pathway uh, is, is launching a clinical trial on how to treat anorexia. Anorexia is, is one of the worst yeah. uh, treated uh, mental health condition at the moment, and um, and they are looking looking into it, and the government's behind that. So on on the one hand, it's still Schedule One, but behind closed door, the Ministry of Health is very supportive of the UK businesses because they realise that on a purely medical uh, perspective, 
they will be bringing a solution to very difficult problem like addiction, PTSD. And, and I think governments are going to start listening when it comes to, uh, for example, PTSD and the veteran. I know that there are a lot of really good uh, association in the US as well as the UK. Yeah. I think they're called Braved Heart or yeah. uh, I can't remember their name, where they are pe petitioning governments and uh, to, to, to let um, clinics use MDMA to help treat PTSD. Yeah. There's a staggering statistics where there since is. September 11th, uh, there's more American soldiers have died of suicide and drug overdose than in action. It is just just heartbreaking when you hear that statistics. And uh, part of what we are seeing even is the lack of knowledge of people not knowing what they Because a lot of, yeah, some of these agents are synthetic, but a lot of them, psilocybin, magic mushroom, is a plant. Mm -hmm. When you look at opioid addiction, opioid kills people, at least 100 people daily on a daily basis, according to CDC, according to uh, Center for Disease Control. But how many people have we here that uh, ayahuasca or psilocybin has killed? We, we haven't heard that. Yeah. Will you say this is the time that people need to start education, start learning more about these plants? Oh, d definitely. I, I think people, but people are. When you see Michael Pollan's latest um, documentary, is prime is one of the trending program on Netflix. It's called Change Your Mind, and he's looking at various compounds, so LSD, uh, psilocybin, MDMA, and it's trending on Netflix in the UK. Uh, there is a momentum growing. People are talking about it. The also something very helpful is the. Uh, the microdosing uh, is becoming quite fashionable. So talk to me about microdosing. How uh, how 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 does that even work for people? Okay, so microdosing is the principle is to take a very small amount, about a tenth of a dose of a either LSD or. Uh, psilocybin or uh, um, you can microdose on pretty much anything but those those two are the most um, used and it is it, it's it's a do it at home type of um, therapy and then it's done in cycle of about six weeks and it's it's helping rewire um, the, the the person who is microdosing it's giving them um, access to the, the potency of the plant without any of the hallucinogenic uh, uh, effect. So people can drive their car, look after their children, work, do any of their usual um, activities. But by taking, so depending on which protocol, there's various protocol. Yeah, there is yeah. the, the stamate. What, the, the what are the protocol that you are aware of? Well, they, I I hear the the stamet protocol, which stamet is 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 done um, two things. He stacks different type of of uh, mushrooms producing psilocybin, and it's you take you take the the dose uh, four days and you stop three days, and I'm aware of another one uh, which is a fadiman uh, protocol, which is you take one day and you take two days off, and. It, it's to avoid trying to to build any form of uh, 
get, getting used to 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 the substance. And what, and it, what do you say? And what do you say to the school of thought, especially in the science community, that says macrodosing doesn't really work because it's not having that signal transduction down the down the pathway? But we have coaches and we have facilitators that give it testimony of the fact that they are seeing effect. We have anecdotal evidence. What do you say to that? I I say try it for yourself um, <laughs> because. I I know that it's very difficult to prove a lot of the microdosing um, because it's done at home, because it's done over a six weeks period, cannot really be measured. You cannot be in an MRI scan and, and see, oh, yeah, we can see this part of the brain is lighting up like you would do on the on the large dose. Um, and also a lot of the uh, feedback is given by the patient himself or herself, keeping a journal or there's plenty of resources out there. Uh, Fadiman is, is uh, Professor Fadiman is, is conducting the largest um, survey of people microdosing. And I've, I've, I'm contributing to that via a group that I belong to. Uh, he's, about to he's about to launch a book called, called Microdose. Um, it's very difficult, and 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 there's. Um, I, I invited on on the clubhouse David Erizzo, who works at Imperial College with Professor Nutt, who mm-hmm. has produced a um, a study on the placebo effect and showing that it doesn't work, and proving scientifically that microdose doesn't work. As a microdoser, I can I can you know I firmly believe it has worked for me. The the, the 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 nicotine and. It was not a full dose of psilocybin. It was during a protocol. Things have changed. Uh, intuition is heightened. My sense of my my sense of hearing is way better. Uh, there's the list is endless, endless. But they are very small changes that happen consistently because you dose for six weeks and then that's the end of the cycle. It's not magic. It's not going to wow anybody. It's it's a very subtle change, but it does work. If you do the work, it's not a magic pill. Yeah. It's, it's working with your brain. And the same when you look at what Awaken is doing, they're not giving people, uh, uh, they're not giving uh, alcoholics ketamine and go and have fun at all. It, Integration is, a is the key. therapy. Yeah. It's a psychotherapy. People have to do yeah. some work. They have to. They have to. People have to do integration. Integration, even Absolutely. in conventional medicine, we do uh behavioral therapy, talk therapy. So your integration is just a way of helping people to walk people through that trauma, uh, uh, to make to help them navigate to the next level. The way I look at uh microdosing uh the way i i explain it is the fact that because we don't see it yet does that mean it's not working yeah Yeah, scientifically we are not seeing it the other thing that i tend to uh think about it okay we talk about placebo effect placebo there's no medicine in there but people say oh i'm healed so we can look at microdosing and placebo effect and think of how about that give us an idea that the body, how our body itself is so unique, they have the ability to heal yeah. themselves. Mm-hmm. So if we are able to report healing or better well-being by taking this placebo or this microdose, 
we can begin to uh, research the ability of the human body to heal itself. What do you think about that? I agree. I, I, I think I think the human body has the ability to heal itself. Um, uh, and I think it's accessing that part because, because a lot of people don't actually believe it. Uh, they are not able to activate that part of the healing. But if they are given something that they think is healing, they induce the healing uh, by by thinking it. And I think a lot of a lot of the time is connecting with that part of your body and visualizing and being able to um, to, to to connect the head and the body. Uh, that we 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 kind of forget uh, how to. Uh, I I don't know if we forget or if we don't know how to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, talk to me, and I know you. Uh, uh, I I just I will be doing our audience injustice if we don't go back to psychedelic investment. What is your advice to people, our audience that might be standing on that, saying, "Okay, look at the market. The market is like up and down, like a roller coaster now." What do you say to people that think, you know, I would like to invest in the psychedelic? What do you think? Is there a bull or a bear market when we're talking about psychedelic? Bull or bear? I, I, I think that the market is in its infancy. Um, it's it's um, it's it's important. If you, if I, I think whatever you invest in in the um, in in the psychedelic sector, look at at the moment the the stocks are penny stocks or a few dollars think of it as a lottery ticket okay so whatever amount of money you would be prepared to buy on your weekly lottery ticket or if you sometimes go to the casino at the weekend and you can just put 100 or 50 or whatever you put put it put it put it there instead uh because i i firmly believe it will be the 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 future of mental health medicine. When? I don't know. Uh, is it going to go up? Absolutely. Is it going to go down? Quite possibly. We don't know. The market has forces. Um, the, the general market at the moment is very temperamental. Um, and and the uh, psychedelic market is as well, because there was, there was a, a bust. People were all very excited about the psychedelics. That was the new thing just after the cannabis market. And then people realize, oh, it's going to be difficult to make money out of psychedelics. You know, how can you, because they're so potent and because you can treat PTSD in three sessions, how are you going to make money? Because when you sell people antidepressant and they take it for 20 years, that's great because yeah. for 20 years, yeah. you get the money in and the Johnson and Johnson and the likes are very profitable yeah. because of it. All of a sudden we are offering a miracle cure where you take it once or twice and you're done. And a lot of it is going to be self-administered. When God. we're talking about psilocybin, we can grow it at home. We can do it yourself. So they, the market is starting to think, Ooh, how is that going to work? How are we going to make money? Um, so it's 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 up and down for that reason. We will find a way of making money. It's going to be interesting because it's not necessarily going to be in a purely capitalist fashion because we also need to think of reciprocity and going yeah. back to natives and people who have given us those plants. But it will. Yeah. I'm, I'm a firm believer it will take off one way or another. Yeah. 
So that brings me and that brings me, I have a few minutes left. That brings me to the project that you are doing in Africa. Talk to us quickly about that project and how the audience can be, especially I am in Nigeria. I am of African heritage. How how our folks can be a part of what you're doing. Talk to us. Okay. So um, it is in its infancy at the moment. And I am... I, Africa is, 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 a, is a place close to my heart. I, I worked, I lived and worked there when I was younger and I have real good friends there. And I've, I've connected with a few guys um, on Clubhouse and they've come to me and say, oh, Anne, can you please sponsor her, sponsor us so we can come and live in the UK? And I said, no, I can't. Two reasons. First one, I'm not British. And second one, you don't want to come here. The UK is not hospitable since Brexit. And why why you know you, i understand that the desire for you to want to make a living but i can help you do that where you are yeah and all we need is a laptop those guys have been trading crypto and mean stock and they've been losing a lot of money they've got a laptop they've got access to data so what i do with them is i teach them how to trade the way i trade and i help them become commodity traders on the future market then I um, I have got a deal with uh, a couple of uh, prop firm in Chicago, and they once once they're trained and once I know I know that they're ready, we do an evaluation with um, one of the prop firm and they're given a, a an account of twenty five or fifty thousand dollars and they can start trading their own account, and they make eighty percent of what they make. That so, is awesome, and that is awesome. How can, can make... how can our people find out more information about this? Where okay, can we so... find you to get more information? Okay, so it's it's I have a website called sponsoratrader.com, but it's not even live yet because I've been busy creating the content and being in zo- on Zoom teaching mm-hmm. those guys. None are none are uh, gone through the valuation yet, so yeah. none are fully funded. What I'd like is to have a couple, at least a couple of guys who are success stories. We can do their profile. We can explain how it's worked. And then what I would like is for people to help me by sponsoring them. And that consists of paying for their data feed, because in Africa, data is like milk. You buy it on a daily basis. You don't have unlimited Wi-Fi. Um, So we need $35 a month to pay for a a Wi-Fi box. And then... Uh, I'm I'm doing the tuition at the moment. We will uh, we will definitely put uh, your information, your contact information on the show note, uh, and uh, definitely folks can also connect with you on Clubhouse. Folks, time goes so fast when we are talking this important stuff. That's our show today, and thank you so much for being here. Thank, Thank you. you very Find much. All, yes, ma'am. Find all the past episodes on Cannabis Radio and WCI-Health.com. Please rate us uh, the show. We need a five. Give us a five. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Plus, find the show, the past show, on Hi-Hat Radio, Amazon Music, Google, WCI Health, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow me on social IG, um, WCI Health 19, on LinkedIn, Dr. Lola O'Humber. And of course, you do not want to miss my book, A Pharmacist's Guide to Cannabis, Perspective of a Non-Conforming Clinician, 
grab your copy on the website or on amazon.com until next time folks remember healthy cause well bye for now Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.